Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. In the last hours, we learned the latest about a star actress on the popular soap opera General Hospital. This woman, Haley Poulos, was last spotted driving to a luxury, nearly $3,000 a night Malibu rehab after she plows her vehicle wrong way on the interstate. Can you imagine how fast they were going? All the while we know the head-on collision was preceded by another hit and run where the actress allegedly rammed into another person, took off, and then plows in to this victim on the interstate. The DUI crash seemingly has no consequences because she is lounging right now at a Malibu rehab that offers gourmet dining, hot tub, yoga, horseback riding, fishing, beach access, and off-site activities during treatment. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thanks for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. First of all, take a listen to our friends at ABC and KTLA. General Hospital star Haley Poulos has been arrested for an alleged DUI, accused of causing a major freeway wreck. The incident happened on the 134 in Pasadena, where the CHP says she entered the freeway into oncoming traffic. She collided head-on with another car, destroying both vehicles. Poulos was hospitalized, where she was then arrested for DUI. The driver of the other car was also hospitalized with major injuries. Police say Poulos was also involved in a hit-and-run crash before the freeway accident. According to Soap Opera Digest, the show has temporarily recast her character. She was arrested at the hospital and faces DUI charges. Wait, excuse me. To Jen Smith, uh, Chief Investigative Reporter with DailyMail.com, the Soap Opera Digest, no offense, their banner, their headline is... Her part has been recast. What about the victims? Two victims, I believe, in one day, Jen. Yeah, and look, I think I might be able to explain why that's what they headlined on, Nancy. And it's because when they reached out to Haley Poulos, they heard about this crash. She just said to them, I was involved in a car accident. I'm okay. I just need some time to recover. She failed to mention the fact that the reason she was involved in a crash is because she was driving drunk, possibly under the influence of drugs, and had hit not one but two cars like you mentioned. Okay, I- I'm going to read it verbatim because it's just so, it's so incredulous. It's hard to believe. She plows into not one but two victims, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think she was going wrong way, drunk or on drugs, on the interstate and plows into somebody just after another hit and run. She hit and she ran and then has a head-on collision. Quote, this is from Soap Opera Digest. I hope you're sitting down. Quote, unfortunately, I was involved in an automobile accident. What? She's either drunk or high on something, according to prosecutors. I mean, a snootful. And this is, I was involved in an automobile accident. Somebody wrote this for her. And I'm doing okay, but I'm going to need a little time to recover. In your Malibu rehab? Seriously? 
Doing yoga, hot tub, gourmet dining, horseback riding, fishing, beach access, and off-site activities? What? Okay, wait. I will be back as soon as possible! Exclamation. Okay, just let that sink in. Uh, joining me in addition to Jen Smith, chief reporter, DailyMail.com, the former president of Georgia MAD, Mothers Against Drunk Driving. Founder, director, Cold Case Research Institute, and star of a new hit podcast, Zone 7, Cheryl McCollum. The, the gall uh, to say, I'll be back as soon as possible. What? Nancy, she's busy. I mean, she's got to take some time with all the horseback riding, fishing, yoga, and going to the beach. I mean, she's just not even going to have time to detox. The biggest banner is she's been recast. Jen Smith, I'm just trying to figure out um, what exactly happened. First, I want to get to the wrong way on the interstate. Because interstate, to me, means 75 MPH at best. And how do you do a head-on collision on the interstate? Everybody's supposed to be going the same way. Yeah, I mean, look, so much of this we, we still don't know. But what we do know, this happened around 1.30 in the morning. Now, what we know, according to the police report so far, is that she was driving on this freeway. She swerved. She clears the dividing barrier and crashes into a car traveling on the opposite direction, head-on at what we know so far is 60 miles per hour, definitely fast enough to cause some serious damage. And the driver of that car was taken to the hospital with severe injury. Wait, did you say impact? Was it 60 MPH? That's it, this, this car where the, vic- the victim's car was traveling at at least 60 miles per hour when she crashed into it, driving in the wrong direction. Joining me right now, Joseph Tremblay, senior forensic engineer and accident reconstructionist. Uh, with Veritech Consulting Engineering, and you can find him at veritecheng.com, veritecheng.com. Joseph, thanks for being with us. Thanks for having me. What do all of these numbers and the speeds and going across the median, which actually may have reduced her speed somewhat, what do you make of this? What happened? Well, The way I understand it, and I'm taking some of this directly from Daily Mail, was that she was initially traveling westbound on Highway 134 um, and was involved in an accident that was less severe with an Oldsmobile driver, um, potentially causing her to redirect in a direction that would cause her to launch over the median barrier and then become... Uh, traveling in the oncoming traffic lane on the eastbound side. And then at that point, she contacted the Kia that was driven by the 23-year-old male. Um, One thing I did find interesting about these photographs that were provided by the responding uh, emergency personnel was that the point of rest for both of these vehicles was all the way over on the right side of the road, which means that she probably was airborne and traveling across the entire highway before she contacted this Kia. Um, The damage to both vehicles is severe. Uh, It appears that it is a front-end impact, uh, biased a little bit towards the driver's side of both vehicles, but the damage is significant all the way from the front bumper through the occupant compartment. 
And uh, one thing that I did read on on one of these news articles is that she had to be extricated with the jaws of life. Well, that's exactly my thinking. Uh, in fact, yeah. uh, Joseph Tremblay, senior forensic engineer and accident reconstructionist, I want you to hear what we've learned about that from our friends at KCAL. She's a general hospital actress. She plays the son and daughter of Sonny. If you've ever seen that show, uh, that's who she plays. And we'll show you some video here of the crash. And you can see just really how serious this was. This was a uh, situation on the 134 in Pasadena where Haley Puyos was arrested, where she came on the wrong way of the 134, hit a car, continued on, and then got into this head-on crash. You can see here how mangled up the cars are. Here's the actress herself. She ultimately was arrested uh, by the CHP after... She had to be extricated using the jaws of life by the Pasadena Police Department. Joseph Tremblay joining us from Veritech Engineering. Explain, why do you have to use the jaws of life? Well, in severe accidents like this one, what ends up happening from the impact crush that occurs to the vehicle is that a lot of times uh, the, the occupant compartment, the, the area where the driver sits, becomes so damage that the 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 uh i'm sorry the front end of the vehicle the bumper and then both doors become so intermingled and entangled together from the impact that you can't get out the driver if they if they do survive a, a significant impact like this a lot of times they can't get out of the vehicle and and that could be because they're injured or because the vehicle itself is just so damaged that they can't get out. Well, I can tell you this much. Uh, from what I know, Jen Smith, joining us, DailyMail.com, she's not so injured that she's not at the Malibu Rehab. Let's see, Malibu De Detox and Residential Treatment Center, where she has hot tub, what all did I say? Hot tub, gourmet dining. You know, I'd like to have lunch there today. I bet it's really good. Um, yoga, horseback, fishing, beach access, off-site activities. She's not hurt. She's fine. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. You just heard Joseph Tremblay state that you have to use Jaws of Life, which... They look like giant metal pinchers that actually cut through the metal to extricate someone when the car is so damaged and disfigured. So she's not hurt, Jen Smith. I mean, the last photo I've seen of this woman, her dad is driving her to this luxury treatment center after a stop at Taco Bell. She has not lost her appetite. She definitely has not lost her appetite. And no, you're quite right. She wasn't seriously injured. Uh, obviously, this was hugely fortunate for her that she was not seriously injured. But we do know a little bit about how she behaved when she was brought out of this vehicle. Now, these emergency personnel, they clearly are risking their own safety, getting people out of these situations. And Nancy, when Haley Poulos was pulled out of her vehicle, she actually complained to them that she was worried they were going to tear her $400 shirt. She was cursing at these men and women who were saving her, and she was more worried about her clothes. 
She was then taken to the hospital, we imagine as a precaution and to be checked over. And that is where the investigating authorities noticed that her speech was blurred. There was alcohol on her breath and they were able to make the determination that she was over the limit. We're not quite sure yet by how much. But after they searched what was, you know, still intact in terms of her car, they found a mini bottle of tequila and they found marijuana edibles. Tequila and pot. Wow. The car wasn't the only thing airborne. Guys, speaking of her very bad behavior after not one, but two crashes. Take a listen to Mike Rogers, KCAL. There is a TMZ report that claims that after she was extricated, she was uh, not terribly nice to a firefighter, claiming that, uh, you know, her shirt is worth $400. Don't cut it, despite the fact that she allegedly just caused this pretty bad crash. So the CHP is now investigating this whole thing. Again, she's been arrested for DUI and driving wrong way on a freeway. Also a criminal charge. Okay, let me get this straight. Uh, You know what? Let me go out to you, Robert Crispin. Crispin, private investigator, former federal task force officer, for the DOJ Department of Justice with DEA in the Miami Field Division, former homicide investigator, now at Crispin Special Investigations. Find him at crispininvestigations.com. Robert Crispin, she cussed out (laughs) the emergency techs and warned them they better not hurt her $400 blouse. Help me. I've seen it a bunch of times, Nancy. You know, before becoming a federal agent, you know, I was a city cop and... Gosh, I've arrested so many people for DUI. And the reason they're cutting her shirt is because they need to look at her to make sure she doesn't have any bullet holes in her. Was she shot before the crash? They need to see if there's any other injuries anywhere on her body. That's very typical of a drunk driver to be argumentative. That's one of the telltale signs. Argumentative, odor of alcohol, bloodshot, watery eyes, combative, all that. That's all part of the bigger picture. I mean, you know, Dr. Sherry Schwartz joining us, forensic psychologist specializing in capital mitigation. Uh, you can find her at panthermitigation.com. She's the author of Criminal Behavior and also the author of Where Law and Psychology Intersect Issues in Legal Psychology on Twitter at Trial Doc. Dr. Sherry Schwartz, thank you for being with us. Okay, you'd think she would have stopped after the first crash, that hit and run, but no. The thought of stopping and checking on that victim, that did not occur to her. She continued on to have a head-on collision with another driver and then have the wherewithal not to ask about, oh my stars, is that guy hurt? You damn well better not cut my $400 blouse, B. I mean, that's what happened. Yes, and I hope it's on body cam so that everybody can see it in court uh, because that'll be extra special. Wait, is that your medical diagnosis that will be extra special? Because (laughs) I really like that. This is, and I do mitigation, as you know, Nancy, and these, these are the kinds of crimes that I won't touch because it's completely preventable. And here is someone that has to be removed from her own vehicle with the jaws of life. And I, I, I've never seen this happen, but I imagine it takes some time for that to happen. They don't just clamp that thing down and out you come, right? I imagine it takes some time. And during that time, why is she not thinking, oh, 
oh my goodness, like, am I going to survive? Is the victim going to survive? You know, am I going to get into trouble? No, she's worried about her $400 blouse. And she was so aggressive, according to what I read, that she had to be sedated at the hospital because she was even aggressive with hospital staff. And what we know, what the psychology research shows us about this type of behavior is that the alcohol tends to amplify trait behavior. So this is somebody who likely has issues with aggression. Jared Fiorentino joining us, veteran homicide prosecutor. You can find him on Facebook and Insta, Jared Fiorentino. Jared, really? Tequila and edibles pot? And she's worried about a $400 blouse and becomes abusive, cursing out the EMTs, trying to get her out of her car with the jaws of life. Well, Nancy, it's Haley's world and we're all just living in it. That's the attitude that I get here. She has alcohol, marijuana, edibles. If it was truly a hit and run, too, I mean, she could have been, and and the details of this haven't come out, She could have been blacked out behind the wheel. So she got to a point where she is so out of her mind on whatever she's intoxicated on that she is not even in touch with reality, has the hit and run, careens into the oncoming lane and causes these uh, very, very bad injuries to this young man. So her conduct before uh, is a series of bad decisions. If she wasn't passed out, it was a hit and run. She didn't render aid to somebody and she careens into that oncoming lane. It's one intentional act and bad decision after another by Haley. And then after the accident, mistreats emergency personnel and was combative at the hospital. Just a bad actress all the way around. Nancy, can I just I wonder what those question? EMTs have to say, no good deed goes unpunished. Is that Cheryl McCollum jumping in? Yes, I am. Go ahead, but I just want to tell you before you say one more word, as your lawyer, let me advise you that Pulos's stay at the Malibu rehab could cost nearly thirty thousand mm. dollars. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Alcohol makes you more of who you are. So if you drink and want to fight everybody in the bar, that's who you are. If you get drunk and want to sleep with a perfect stranger, that's who you are at your core. Alcohol does not change you. Most people drink so they can do these things. So like when a woman says, oh, he's good to me until he starts drinking and then he beats me. No, he drinks so he can beat you. So there's a difference when you look at somebody that has caused thousands of dollars worth of damage in these vehicles, caused thousands of dollars worth of, worth of you know, rescue equipment in that time, and she's worried about a $400 shirt, and everybody loves firefighters. They know how to defuse a situation. They call you by your first name. They try to calm you down. They are literally only there to help you. And you're going to try to punch one of them. That's who you are. You know what, Cheryl McCollum? I'm looking at a photograph we obtained from the Pasadena Fire Department. I don't know how these people even lived. Um, you see the airbags deployed. That this car, These cars are mangled. Now, we know Pulos, of course, survived. Uh, but the other driver has sustained major injuries and joining me right now a special guest a medical examiner from the state of florida dr tim gallagher 
lecturer, University of Florida Medical School, forensic medicine, founder and host of the International Forensic Medicine Death Investigation Conference. Dr. Gallagher, thank you for taking time out of your day at the medical examiner's office to speak with us. Why is it, Dr. Gallagher, and I know this is anecdotal, but I don't have a statistical study, but why is it the drunk person always walks off? They're fine. She's at a $3,000 a day Malibu rehab, horseback riding and sitting in the hot tub. Everybody else ends up in traction at the hospital or dead. There is information that supports that. And, um, you know, typically what alcohol does, it is a central nervous system depressant, meaning that it relaxes you. And so it also increases your reaction time. So it takes you longer to to see something and react to it than somebody who is sober. Um, so typically in these accidents, um, the person who uh, is sober will brace themselves uh, right before the crash. So they'll grab onto the steering wheel very hard. They'll straighten. They'll straighten. They will straighten their arms. They will straighten their legs. And that actually makes their bones a lot easier to break, and uh, they get injured a lot uh, worse than than uh, somebody who is just relaxed, uh, does not fight the feeling, and lets the airbag come out and save them. So, you know, the reason why I'm saying it's not exactly anecdotal is because people who are restrained in the car and are asleep in the car and are subject to the same types of accidents have a much greater survival rate. So the alcohol relaxes the body. You do not uh, brace your arms. Um, you after the imp- you would you let go of the steering wheel, and then the airbag will come out and um, prevent you know a lot of injuries that way. And we also see this in race car drivers when when a race car driver uh, his car is out of control and he knows he's going to hit the wall, he will let go of the steering wheel fold his arms across his chest and let the safety equipment that's installed in the car uh, um, do its work. And there's a lot less injuries, you know, to the driver because of that reason. So it's the relaxation that the alcohol and in this case, the, the marijuana brought her that actually contributed to her not becoming as injured as she would have been. You know, um, that's amazing what you just said, Dr. Gallagher. I'm trying to take it all in. So that really is true. It's not just what I've noticed in DUI homicides. That's real. So the drunk person is more relaxed and somehow ends up walking away or at least being a lot less injured than all the other parties. Because I don't know if you've seen this picture of these mangled cars. One looks like it's basically been cut in half. Uh, they really look awful. I don't know how anyone survived this. Hey, uh, Dr. Gallagher, another quick question. Tequila mixed with pot edibles. What effect would that have on the defendant, the uh, actress Haley Pulos? Well, you know, it depends on how much she had with her now. So a, a, a six ounce. How much tequila does it take, Gallagher? <laughs> Well, it also depends on the person's weight, you know, but I, I would say an actress is probably underweight, if I would just uh, hazard a guess. Uh, so I would say that uh, five ounces of tequila uh, would raise her 
uh, blood alcohol level to about where she needs to be intoxicated. And then anything above that will just uh, add to that you know, as far as the, uh, the intoxication brought upon by the, uh, well, Delta 9 THC, which is the marijuana, and then the alcohol. That, those combined effects are often greater than the effects individually. You know, we say, we typically say, you know, a two plus two equals four, but in intoxication, uh, alcohol and marijuana, two plus two often equals 10. So they would be more intoxicated having the combination, you know, than having each one individually. You know, it's really interesting, Dr. Gallagher. Dr. Gallagher is joining me, the medical examiner for the state of Florida. The big push to legalize marijuana, and whether you're for it or against it, I, of course, am against it. Not because I think you're going to sit on your sofa and smoke a big fat doobie. My concern is you're going to get on the road and drive and more vehicular homicides will occur because you're stoned. What do you think about that, Dr. Gallagher? Well, it's very interesting you should mention that. You know, for every um, uh, decedent or every victim uh, that does not survive that comes to the medical examiner's office as a result of a car accident, we send the blood to toxicology to see exactly what was in it. And, you know, uh, marijuana has become so incredibly common in these accidents that if, in fact, a blood sample comes back negative for marijuana, I will call the toxicology company and ask them to just run it one more time, you know, um, because uh, nine out of 10 uh, specimens do come back, you know, positive for Delta 9 THC, which is the active ingredient in marijuana. And uh, before you go back to your patients, Dr. Gallagher, is there the same level of um, drug in an edible as there would be in a pot cigarette? Difficult to say because of all the different recipes and there's no right. standardization, you know, like they would have in the pharmacological things, you know. So, uh, And also there's different um, subtypes of marijuana. A lot of them have more Delta 9 THC in them than another uh, subspecies of it. So it's just very difficult yeah. to say. It's not like they've got a nutritional guide stuck on the back of the edible about the calories and the tea uh, and the pot content. Guys, this woman, this soap opera star, who wants us to know she'll be back really soon from her luxury rehab. Haley Pulos is by far not the first. Does the name Mel Gibson ring a bell? Take a listen to our cut nine. Thursday night, Mel Gibson was arrested on the Pacific Coast Highway with a bottle of tequila in his brand new Lexus, and he was clocked at about 84 miles an hour in a 45 mile an hour zone. Uh, he, according to the Sheriff's Department, was arrested without incident. We're now finding out today that he not only leveled some what can only be conceived as, or perceived as, what can only be perceived as anti-Semitic comments to the officer, but also some pretty harassing, sexually harassing comments to a female officer. So there's a lot more to this story than meets the eye. You were hearing our friends at Extra, Mel Gibson, ranting uh, anti-Semitic slurs and uh, sex slurs. But take a listen to our friends at ABC. An angry rant caught on tape. You are provocatively dressed all the time with your fake boobs. You feel you have to show off in tight outfits and tight pants. 
Celebrity site Radar Online reports Mel Gibson, unaware he was being recorded, lashed out at his ex-girlfriend and the mother of his eight-month-old child, Oksana Grigorieva. I'm just telling you the truth. I don't like it. I don't want that woman. I don't want you. His comments allegedly get worse, turning to racial slurs, which new reports say led to the William Morris talent agency dropping Gibson. Gibson's people say the split was mutual. Okay, so that was a fight with his girlfriend, the mom of his child. The original brouhaha was about comments he made while drunk driving. Of course, he's not the only celebrity to misbehave and explode. It wouldn't be fair not to mention Alec Baldwin, would it? Our Cut 13 from ABC. Taking his public blowouts with the press to a whole new level. Trying to get into his car outside his New York apartment on Friday with his wife and three-month-old baby, the famously hot-tempered actor got in the face of a female New York TV reporter whom his wife says hit her in the face with a microphone a day earlier. You're the one that almost hit my wife with the microphone in the face? I asked you a question. Do you want to apologize to her? I asked you a question. Still fuming, Baldwin brings over nearby cops, demanding they take action. I do want to press charges against her. She assaulted my wife. The ruckus didn't stop there, as Baldwin then bangs into another car as he tries to leave his parking spot. That's the tip of the iceberg right there. But I want to get back to driving drunk and bad celebrity behavior when they're already driving drunk. And in Pulos's case, two crashes sending one person to the hospital that we know of with serious, serious injuries. Take a listen to uh, our friend Jim Murray at Inside Edition, the now infamous incident regarding Heather Locklear. Heather, how are you doing? The turmoil continues for troubled actress Heather Locklear. The former Melrose Place star shielded her face with a hoodie today after being busted yet again. Do you have any statement to make it all, Miss Locklear? Locklear allegedly struck a cop and a paramedic who were responding to a 911 call at her home Sunday night. She was extremely intoxicated and at one point she actually kicked a deputy, at which point she was arrested. Locklear was released after posting $20,000 bail. She said nothing as she left jail with her attorney. We have no comment. She was wearing flip-flops and pajamas as she headed to a car. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. You know, Cheryl McCollum, you mentioned earlier that very often people behave when they're drunk the way that they secretly want to behave. Why does everybody have to get drunk and then attack the cop? Or in Pulos's case, the firefighter? Well, I mean, I think at that point they can't hide who they are because they're intoxicated. So again, when you look at this behavior, it is a pattern. They repeat over and over. This isn't the first time they've been intoxicated. This isn't the first time they've driven drunk. And Nancy, the reality of this crime is we lose 13,000 people a year to junk, you know, drunk driving crashes that are 100% preventable. And even during this episode of your show, one person will be killed due to an alcohol-related driving incident. And it's preventable. 
Now that we have Lyft, we have Uber, we have taxis, we have, hey, here's an idea, stay home. You know, you can drink all you want. You can party and have the time of your life. Do not get behind the wheel of a car. You know, uh, Jen Smith joining me, chief investigative reporter for DailyMail.com. It really wouldn't be fair when we're talking about celebrities that get drunk and have crashes or celebrities feeding off their own stardom that believe they can mistreat all of us just regular people. Jen, take a listen to our Cut 19. Bro, why are you yelling my face? Oh, I, I have rights. I, I, I have rights. I'm an American. Come on, I'm talking to you. You got me in my hotel. Arresting me in my hotel for doing what, sir? Let's go. Yo, you really got these cuffs on me heavy, bro. I'll fix you. Let me out. Listen, can we talk, me and you? No, we can't talk nothing. Listen, I'm not doing that. I'm American. I'll pay my taxes. Get these off my arms. So so we're not going to have a conversation? No. You're going to put these off my arms or you'll be you're hearing Shia, and he's not done yet. Uh, take a listen to our friends at AP. You got a president don't give a about you, and you stuck in a police force that don't give a about you. So you want to arrest bl- white people who give a who ask for cigarettes? I came up to you trying to be nice, you stupid. I came up to you asking for a cigarette, you dumb. Why would I ask for a cigarette if I was racist, you stupid? I was asking for a cigarette, you said no. I said word. And then you arrested me, you dumb They got cameras everywhere, you dummy. I got more millionaire lawyers than you know what to do with, you stupid I'm from it, you dummy. Okay. Okay, well that's a way to get your a cop on your side, to cuss him out, call him stupid. Uh, Jen Smith, what is wrong with Shia LaBeouf? I mean, this is just... The classic case of don't you know who I am? And it's a, a thing we see constantly with celebrities. Shia LaBeouf, who knows what was going on there? I mean, quite clearly that is a man not in control of his faculties. But it's what we see time and time again. We've heard of Shia LaBeouf, Alec Baldwin, Mel Gibson alone. That's in the last five minutes of this conversation. There are countless examples. And, you know, is it because celebrities get to uh, into a different stratosphere of success and adoration and wealth where they think that they're above the law? Potentially, in situations like this one involving Haley Pillows, the crime itself, DUI, is tragically not a rare one. DUIs account for 30% of all vehicle crashes in America. But the difference here is when a celebrity is involved, they almost seem to think that it can't possibly be their fault. Or that somehow they sh- it should be excused. Like in this case, uh, the soap opera star Haley Poulos is, instead of being behind bars at a rehab, a so-called rehab in Malibu, that can cost her you know, 30 grand. Uh, you know, the guys you were just listening to, some of them are technical legal term. POCs, pieces of crap. But it's always a shocker when it's somebody you think you really like. Take a listen to our cut six from WSB. It happened at this Walgreens. According to this police report, Reese Witherspoon's husband was traveling northbound down Peachtree Road when he veered into another lane. This is where he was pulled over. But what happened after that, even with the growing film scene here in Metro Atlanta, has residents around here surprised? 
According to this Department of Public Safety incident report, actress Reese Witherspoon was a passenger. Her husband, Jim Toth, was the driver and suspected of DUI when pulled over 1240 Friday morning. The report states 42-year-old Toth agreed to a field sobriety test and blew a 1.39 on a breathalyzer. It was Witherspoon's actions, though, during her husband's arrest that landed her behind bars, too. Oh, yes. And we all love Reese Witherspoon. What got into her? I'd say a couple of glasses of wine. Take a listen. Ma'am, what did I just tell you to do? I'd like to know what's going on. He's under arrest. If you don't get I'm a U.S. citizen. I'm allowed to stand on American ground and ask any question I want to ask. Go ahead. You better not arrest me. Are you kidding me? No, I told you. I'm an American citizen. I told you to get in that car and stay in there, didn't I? This is beyond. It brings to mind a friend of mine. He's dead now, Robert Crispin. Randy Chapani was a rookie cop. We would have coffee when he would show up for grand jury. And I was at APD. He would tell me all about his wife. They'd just gotten married and how they were starting a family and how in love he was. He did a routine traffic stop. And you hear Witherspoon complaining, why do I have to get in the car? Why can't I stand here and argue with you? Well, the guy that pulled over Chapani grabbed a gun and shot him in the head dead. He said license registration, and that's the last thing he ever said. Sure, that happens a lot. And let me tell you something. You know, the officer's just trying to control the scene. And when people keep coming up and they're intoxicated and they're trying to be aggressive and they're trying to, they're diverting the attention of the officer for his safety. And he's, he's turning his attention to the problem that just got out of the car. I get it's Reese Witherspoon. I get you're a celebrity. But unfortunately, bad things happen to people. And this is why she went to jail. Alcohol just brings out the worst behavior in everybody. And you see it in every single one of these celebrities. They're all intoxicated. That wasn't all of it. Listen to the rest. I'm now being arrested and handcuffed. Yep. Do you know my name, sir? Don't read enough. You don't need to know my name? Not quite yet. I'll get oh, that really? Okay. You're about to find out who I am. That's fine. I'm not real worried about you, ma'am. I done told you how things work. You want to get out and get up in my investigation? That's okay. Yes, sir, I do. Well, guess what? We have a law for that. It's called obstruction. I'm obstructing your justice. Yep. Really? Yep. I'm being anti-American. Yep. Go ahead, sit down. Wow. See, you butt first. That'd be a lot easier on it. Interesting. You know, it seems like it never ends. With Reese Witherspoon, no one was hurt. In the case we're discussing right now, there were two crashes on the interstate. One victim serious, serious bodily injuries, and she is bitching out the fire people because she doesn't want them to somehow harm her $400 blouse. We wait as justice unfolds. Goodbye, friend.